I'm Charlie Hall, and welcome to Polygon Backstory, a podcast featuring conversations about the games we play. This episode is all about the 2016 Indie Train Jam, a 52-hour game jam held each year aboard Amtrak's California Zephyr train line between Chicago and San Francisco. So what's a game jam? Well, that's where developers get together, shake off the stress of everyday projects, and just cut loose. Working in small teams, they improvise a working game over just a few days. Train Jam is made all the more special by its limitations. There's virtually no internet and also very little privacy. But it's a beautiful trip, carrying people through the plains of Nebraska to Denver, across the Rocky Mountains, and down into Utah before picking its way back and forth through the Sierra Nevadas. My guest today is Adriel Wallach, the organizer of Train Jam and a game developer herself. Here's some of my talk with Adriel. So, why are we on a train, Adriel? <laughs> like, quite literally, why, why are we doing a jam on a train? Where did this come from? So, let's see, 2013, back in 2013 is when I quit my day job and went sort of solo indie developer, freelance software engineer. What were you route. doing at your day job before? So before, so way back in the day, I was doing software engineering on um, weather satellites. So I worked on a satellite that's finally going to be launched this year. This was back in like 2008 when I worked on that. So satellites take a long time is what I'm trying to say. So I did that and then I worked on like the ground processing algorithms of the same satellite at a different company. And then I worked at, you know, a small indie studio doing programming and then another place doing sort of non-original IP installation things. And, like, those are all really cool jobs, but then what I wanted to do was do my own thing, you know? So I, 2013 is when I sort of quit those day jobs and decided I'm going to be solo indie developer, freelance person. And at the same time, I also decided I didn't want to live in Boston anymore. So what I did was I left my job, and then that same week my lease expired at the apartment I was living in. So I packed all my stuff into a storage unit, and I packed a suitcase and a backpack, and then I got on a train to go from Boston to Chicago, stay in Chicago for a few days, and then Chicago to Seattle, and then Seattle up to Vancouver to go to Unite, which is the Unity conference that was going on that year in Vancouver, and then immediately after that, I trained back down to Seattle to go to PAX Prime. And after all those little train rides, I kept like telling people about this really cool journey I just took and how much like work I got to get done and you know just a little like how inspiring it was and like the people I talked to and the scenery I saw and just through all those conversations of speaking with other developers and sort of thinking about the time frame of it it was just like oh that'd be perfect sort of length and location for a game jam because you're not distracted by a bunch of stuff around you you don't have internet you're just sort of oh my god goats back there behind that tree there's a whole field of goats. Oh my gosh, you're right. Oh. <laughs> I love goats. They're so cute. As I was saying, uh, there's no distractions yeah. on the train. <laughs> Just the amazing scenery and Americana that goes flying by. Yeah, but like, there's not the normal distractions. You don't have the Wi-Fi. You don't have like... TV and like all that kind of just like stuff like the internet stuff that sort of distracts you and this like really cool space where like you're surrounded by all sorts of different people because there's you know the people who are in game development and then you know you have all sorts of new developers with you and stuff because people you know by, by the nature of Train Jam being right before GDC you get a bunch of international people coming in so you get a bunch of different backgrounds a bunch of different people a bunch of different inspiration and then like the scenery is just like it feels so cliche to talk about how like inspiring the mountains and the like fields are, but holy moly, because yeah. like 
all the different colors and the way the shapes are and just all the different things and the animals and like the eagles and it just like it makes you just like snaps all these like synapses in your brain. saying there's an, oh my god cat cat farm cat definitely at the, at the riddle ranch oh, hello riddle ranch this is so america <laughs> oh no this irrigation thing keeps going oh my gosh this is so cool i love it no but goats are great they have they have rectangle irises what yeah they're I'm aware of this really no goats and sheep they're they're the irises the black parts no the people sorry the people yeah, yeah, is yeah. rectangular yeah. Huh. train ride is 52 hours long which is the, the perfect, perfect length for yeah. a game jam because most game jams tend to be 48 hours at their base and then like some go for like a week or a month or something but 48 hours is the general trend of what a game jam should be um, was was this particular year's game jam pretty popular when you announced it this year i originally had 160 tickets which was already going to be like the biggest train jam yet and then i put the tickets on sale so i put the tickets on sale and then i checked twitter and then Twitter was saying, oh, the tickets are sold out. And then I went back to Eventbrite and went, oh my gosh, yes, all the tickets are sold out. So it was about 35-ish seconds between those two things of like putting the tickets on sale and then finding out that they were sold out, um, which I was pretty shocked about because I, I knew that it was going to sell out fast, but that was sort of unexpected because the very, very first year I had 60 tickets and that took like a few months to sell. The next year, it was about a month to sell all 120 tickets, and then this year was 160 tickets in about 30 seconds, um, which then led me to having to sort of mitigate people just buying tickets to get on the train and then get into the jam. So we made these like jam-only tickets where people could buy straight from Amtrak. So we ended up being like 200 people just about this year. And I mean, like I said, the first 160 tickets sold out in about a minute, and then by the end of the night, the waiting list was about 100 people long. So it was a lot more popular than I was expecting. Although apparently nobody else was really surprised about that, but I was. Where is everybody from? Like, or well, not maybe not where, but like how many different countries and places? I need to get the statistic, <laughs> but off the top of my head, I'm gonna say at least like 15 to 20 different countries. And we have, and like I, I did a lot of, I very specifically did a lot of outreach to communities and stuff to try and get a lot of people from a lot of different places. Because like I said, since we're going to GDC, you know, it already attracts a somewhat international crowd that'll come in because it's easy to just fly to Chicago instead of San Francisco, you know, and join the jam. But I wanted to reach other places as well. So like, I mean, like we have some people from South Africa, we have a woman from Zambia, we have somebody from Pakistan, we have people from, we have a ton of people from Australia. It's like the Australian jam up in here, which is really exciting. Cause like I said, you get all these people together and then they have all these different backgrounds, they have all these different cultures, and they get to all sort of make these games together. I made a game with Ignacio, a programmer, and Elliot, an artist, about uh, keeping bitty bunnies from eating each other in a very limited nest. All right, uh, Monster Ray, you are the bouncer at the Hottest Monster Club, and you have to make sure that you get the right monsters in at the right time. A big group of us, including Andre, Abdullah, Elias, and Co. Uh, made a game about managing social anxiety. Uh, a pod collapsed. The SS Interstellar Titanic hit a black hole and it's sinking. Everyone's in escape pods trying to get away. So Charlie, Gorham, and Raymond and me who made a game on the Oculus where you run on top of the train, have to dodge giraffes. We've won, we've won team that I think is really interesting where it's somebody from Poland and somebody who lived in Saudi Arabia for a long time making a game about what it's like 
being a woman in Saudi Arabia and, and organizing a conference there. Like, and it's like based off of sort of real world experiences, but it's just cool because you get like these very just different cultures together and they make these amazing things together that they wouldn't have made with people from similar backgrounds. The other neat thing that happens every train jam though is like the other the other passengers yeah. get to kind of be exposed to the community and to the the fact that you can make a game yeah. in 52 hours. Any, any interactions that you've seen with the, the normals that are on the train <laughs> with us here? Well, it's one of those things that historically over the last three years has been really interesting to watch because I find... So, like, look, if you're doing a normal game jam in, like, a normal place and you say, hey, it's open to the public, you know, the public can come and see how we make games, the people you're going to get are the people who are already sort of interested in games or have some, some something somewhere that makes them interested in games. Whereas what I like about this is that we get on the train and we almost, like, force game development upon the other people um, because they these are people who might not have any interest in games. They're, they're people who might have interest in games and are just really interested to find out, but, like... I find that nine, like 9.9 times out of 10, they just get really excited about it because either they like games or their significant other likes games or their grandkids like games or their cousin likes games. And so they get really interested and they ask a lot of questions and then they just find out all this information about things about like the background of games because there's a lot of people who don't, if you're not in game development, you just sort of see the final product and all you know of is like Halo and Call of Duty or whatever, whatever the big name games are at the time. And so being able to expose them to the fact that like there's little little like creative endeavors little art games little jam games are like a thing is really really neat because they get really excited because it is just a completely different side of games than they normally think of if, if they have no exposure to games otherwise um and this year like getting the amtrak employees in the vr was really cool or just like i like i really like when i go to lunch or dinner and i just sort of hear the other jammers talking to the other people because they explain what it is they explain about gdc they and like you can see the 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 normals, as you say, um, <laughs> just like asking all these questions and just getting very interested in it because then, then they approach it from the creative perspective because that's what they that's that's an easy thing to relate to if you don't know anything about games and and just seeing them get that recognition on their face of like okay this is like a cool art and creative endeavor is just really neat because it does break that stereotype of like games are shooty shooty bang bang things for kids. have some updated arrival times for oh. our stations. Okay. Uh, this is important. Downstream here, looks like our time into Roseville will be about 1.05. Sacramento, about 1.35. Richmond, 3.05. And Emeryville, about 3.15. Some of those times a little earlier than our scheduled arrival. They do put a little padding in the schedule. year you know just size and scope there was 60 people so it was way less people there was you know a little more tight-knit and I believe we were like maybe an hour late towards the end of it so like people got like extra time and all these things and the scenery was totally different because like it wasn't super snowy but it wasn't raining and then last year was really snowy and so like it kept popping our brake line so we ended up being like four hours late and like so people got extra time even more so to work on their games and just stuff like that and there was more people and then this year we're like ahead of schedule so now everybody's crunching to try and get their game done on time like just these tiny little changes that happen every year you never know like 100% what you're going to get into Oh, I love it. The fact that we're getting in an hour early, first of all, is really weird for Amtrak. Seriously. Second of all, I just, I love the fact that we just had to go around and be like, yeah, you got an hour less than what you thought. Ha <laughs> <laughs> And that's okay. Surprise! It's, it's train jam. Yep. This is, <laughs> this is, this is what happens when you do a jam on a train. Yep. Things happen. I 
feel like this is the best one that we've had so far. Um, the first year, the first year was so weird because I had no idea what I was doing. I've never organized a thing before, let alone a thing on a train with like 60 people. I had no idea what I was doing, and I and like I was all like scared. Like, was it was going to happen? Is Amcar going to say like, no, you can't make games on our train, or you know what was going to go wrong? And it was so it was very like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, flying by the seat of my pants, but it went well. And it was cool because, like, you know, there were still 60 people who, like, somehow trusted me that I was going to make a thing that was fun, and it worked out. Everything has gone very smoothly. Nothing has really gone wrong, you know? And it's and it's just been a very, it's been a very pleasant jam for me as well because I've just been sort of relaxing and talking to people. I haven't been trying to make a game. I've just sort of been, like, putting out tiny fires here and there and making sure everybody's having a good time. But, like, this is the first year that Amtrak has sort of like recognized us a little bit and like helped a lot with logistics of getting on the train and sort of the pre, you know, the few days leading up organizational stuff. And then on the train, they've been fantastic. It just seems like everything's going really, really well. And everybody's, and like the murmuring I hear from everybody is that everybody's having a good time. And yeah, I, I think it's going really well. Because I definitely, I just want to run this for as many years as I possibly can. Because I think it's a really, it's a really fun way to start GDC for a lot of people. I want to see if I can get the whole train next year. I think that would be really fun to just have like the train jam train. Because <laughs> like I was counting and theoretically there's about 300 people's worth of seats on these trains. And if I can sell 160 tickets immediately, I'm pretty sure I can sell 300 tickets about immediately as well. Um, so my plan is to sort of like see if that's even a possibility, like if they just rent out an entire train to people, which who knows. Um, and so that's the thing, I just like, and I don't want to expand it to different places, I don't really want to expand it to different routes, I just want to make it sort of bigger, as big as it can be while still being in one train. You can learn more about Indie Train Jam at trainjam.com. You can also find Polygon Backstory's other episodes online at polygon.com slash backstory, and you can subscribe on iTunes. That's also where you can rate my show and leave a review, which would mean an awful lot to me. If you'd like to reach me directly, drop me a line at charlie at polygon.com or on Twitter at charlie underscore L underscore hall. Thanks for listening.